Hello. My name is Andrew Lee, and this is Social Dragonfly. How are you doing today? Um, this is our 10th episode. Um, really uh, surprised I made it this long, and I have content to share. But um, I think this is going to be a good episode. I would like to talk about podcasts in this episode. It seems like a very weird topic to talk about other podcasts that I listen to. But if you know me, I find I spend my day listening to podcasts to kind of pass the time and to concentrate and have something to listen to as I go through my day. And if you're lucky enough to hear me suggest podcasts, um, I felt like this would be a great place to do it. Um, yeah, so I, I've suggested podcasts to many people in the past, and they either take the advice or not. So I would just give this out over the airways, and um, we'll see what happens. But yeah, this is a this will be a very very meta podcast to talk about what podcasts I listen to, and um, usually you don't want to advertise other podcasts, but there's some really really good ones, and there's some things that I really like to listen to that kind of make kind of drive how I want to do this podcast at times um, my most favorite one actually isn't airing right now it's on a hiatus and it's kind of how I really want to run my podcast eventually but it requires a lot of legwork and a lot of research that I don't think I'd have the time to do but I really wish I would be on that on this podcast so they can kind of do the investigative work for me. Um, other podcasts I like are very fun to listen to. And I'm not going to just suggest podcasts that are like Dak Shepard's podcast. Respect the hell out of him. But I think it's very popular. <laughs> he has his, he has his um, corner of the podcast universe he caters to. And I think he does, does really well for himself in this whole podcast universe. I'm not going to suggest The Daily, because I think a lot of people listen to The Daily from the New York Times. Really, really great. Hosted by a guy who doesn't know how to say his own name. Michael Barbaro? Barbaro. So he doesn't know how to say it. When you hear him talk, he doesn't know how to actually say his name. When he introduces himself to a guest, he says his name, and he feels like he's really unsure how to say it. Listen to it. You'll know what I mean. Um... I'm also not going to suggest like Conan O'Brien's podcast. It's also a wonderful podcast. I'd love to listen to that as well. Um, and there's also podcasts I've listened to in the past that have a really, really great premise, but got really boring after a while. And the banter between two podcast hosts didn't really work after a time. Um, I remember this one podcast. It's called Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet, where they review reviews on Yelp and Google and like just advertise in places where they accept reviews like Amazon. They read all these podcasts of one star reviews. It's a very interesting concept, but after a while, it just I didn't find it as interesting because they went through every state to find things and it just it didn't really work out for me. I don't want to shit on any of these kind of podcasts they're all doing great work doing a podcast is incredibly difficult believe me i've already kind of figured that out through 10 episodes it is not an easy thing to do 
Sometimes it's easy to talk about it, things. Sometimes it's easier we have guests on, and sometimes it just happens, and you just have to keep spitting out your verbal diarrhea until it forms a coherent set of thoughts that someone can understand. And I failed a couple of these episodes, um, but I think I'm getting better. And it's, it's good to find a good topic. And this topic, I feel, is really, really going to be a stellar topic. So um, we'll take a break right now. I'll be right back with talking about some of my favorite podcasts. Hey, welcome back. So I'm scrolling through my Spotify right now, and I'm looking at how many podcasts I subscribe to. And, uh, want to take a guess how many? 20? Higher. 30? 40? Um, I think I'm about 60. And, granted, some of these podcasts are no longer really active, but I still have them here. And, um, I don't listen to everything that comes on the feed. Like, I, I, I subscribe to Mark Maron's one, but, uh, I don't, I don't, don't I rarely listen to it. Unless, I just have it there just to see if there's anything interesting that pops up on the feed sometimes um just so i'm aware of different things uh but some of these are really really great and uh yeah like some like the good place podcast i used to listen to is something that no longer airs anymore because they don't have a show anymore but i do they do do things that are very very good and it's like the type of podcast that i really want to be one day um i'd be remiss to if i didn't talk about two podcasts that i kind of like to follow and it's kind of like the format that i'm starting to follow because of i'm um, doing a podcast um the first podcast just want to briefly mention is the ross bowen podcast and he sometimes does a podcast very by himself and he talks about things that bother him he monologues for a good hour which is something i can't imagine doing if i had to do a whole podcast for a whole hour you just talk and talk and talk you talk with yourself you hear yourself talk you still make thoughts you still make coherent um sentences and i usually listen to his um tv podcast with his partner barrett and i really find the way that he talks and becomes very vulnerable when he talks about things that bother him. Like I remember he talked about Black Lives Matter. It was really, really good. Um, so I kind of follow his way of doing a podcast. And the way he does it. And I don't usually listen to all his episodes. But sometimes he has a really good episode. Where he just monologues for about 45 minutes to an hour. And it's really, really good stuff. Um Similar podcasts I listened to, which wasn't really making any sense that I would listen to in terms of this thing, but it's kind of, it, it seems like it's a different genre, is Sports, question mark, with Katie Nolan. That podcast also, she's very vulnerable in it, but she has people on the show where they talk about sports and just comedy things and kind of random um, stuff. But occasionally, and it's happened maybe a couple times, is again... She has an episode where she completely monologues and talks about things that are bothering her. Um, she recently had, I think, an episode. 
shoot what was it about it was about um black lives matter and she didn't want to really talk about it as a white woman talking about black lives matter but she wanted to get her thoughts out and that kind of stuff is exactly what i'm kind of going for and the type of podcast i'm doing and i kind of follow those two in in terms of how i'm just kind of talking about certain topics so you can kind of see inside my mind of how i like to approach things just want to give that a little bit of kind of framing so when i talk about the other podcasts i want to give those two their due because they're great involve sometimes occasional monologue and that is the most scariest thing you can do while doing a podcast is just talk and you hear your own voice and you try to make thoughts and you have no feedback you're talking i'm talking to my audio recorder right now i see wave wave symbols and, and graphs right now but i'm just talking to it and try to get better as a public speaker all right so the first podcast i want to first of five I think, yeah, first of five podcasts, I'm going to talk, four, four or five podcasts I'm going to talk about today. First one is The Sporkful with Dan Pashman. It is a food blog or food food podcast, and I really like it because they talk about food. he talks about food. He has very, very different topics he discusses about pre-COVID, post-COVID. He talks about these different types of food items. Um, right now, he's doing a great podcast about inventing a new pasta shape now you're going to listen to it hopefully as i recommend this to you but he thinks spaghetti is awful and he this is like a five-year project he's done but this is kind of things he talks about he uh, he has a five-year project where he's trying to invent a pasta shape spaghetti is an awful vehicle for delivering sauce he grades pasta by three different types of um, characteristics. One is toothability, be able to like eat it and have like some kind of satisfaction. has has a little bit of weight, a little bit of surface area. Um, two is sauceability, the ability to like hold sauce, so you can actually have the sauce and be able to like grasp it. And and the last topic characteristic is forkable, whether or not you can actually grab it with your fork while you're eating it. So there's all these different types of characteristics judging. And I think about it, there's a lot of different pastas that don't work. Like penne, um, hold sauce, but really kind of hard to, because it's like just circular. You try to stab it, you only get one or two. Um, I, I like fusilli, but it feels like it's when you eat it, it's like a mouthful. You want to be able see it's interesting topic. I feel like that's a absolutely great topic, and he has all these different types of topics sometimes on his show where he just talks about different different type of things, the things about food, and I love every one of those, including just when the, I think one time, and I think I got into it when I started listening to anything about. Um, the Bon Appetit Test Kitchen um, drama last year, and I, I discovered that podcast. And ever since then, I've been hooked. Just everything about food, and talking with different people about different food topics is great. But right now, they're doing something about inventing a pasta shape, and he's coming into like certain um, issues where he needs he needs money to actually make 
a good run of this pasta shape whenever he figures out what he wants to do. And that's not going to be cheap. It's like 25 grand or something like that. But um, yeah, that's one thing I really, really um, like to listen to. And i really, really excited whenever I see that on my podcast feed. Um, my next podcast is two podcasts, kind of in the same vein, but something that is really, really dear, dear to my heart. Um, one is called Feeling Asian. And the other is called Yo, Is This Racist? All right, so Feeling Asian is a podcast by two Asians that talk about their feelings about being Asian, talk about their, like, talk about what it's like to be Asian in this type of time and time of day. And after I talked about with um, my coworker, Quay, about just being Asian right now with all the Asian violence and things like that, um, I felt like this podcast is really great. Um, the two have a witty banter as well. They start their podcast by uh, shouting out their Patreon um, subscribers and trying to figure out what they, what the, the, by their name of their Patreon subscribers, what they secretly do, like trying to guess their life. And I secretly wanted to be a Patreon supporter to just to see what they think of the name Andrew Lee. Um, I feel like that would be a very, very, it'd be very good. I think I might just do that because it's time to find a new Patreon. But those two are very, very thoughtful. I heard um, the, ho- the one of the hosts on another podcast, and I thought he was a really, really um, engaging person. And I wanted to hear more about his podcast, and I really like it. Yo, Is This Racist is another, is another kind of Asian or kind of racism type of podcast where people call in or send like voicemails and or emails and ask certain questions whether or not something is racist and they get like very weird questions where i'm trying to think of one right now like this week they had someone call in the guy described himself as i'm a white man who's colorblind, who lives in a predominantly one religion area, married a woman who's partial Native American, and should I make her get an Ancestry.com test to see what her her nationality is or whatever, and so she knows it more or something. Like, those kind of questions. Like... There's like a whole bunch of questions that I can't even get into because it's just too vast. And I love people calling in with, is this racist questions? And that's essentially what it is. But being Asian and then listening to these two podcasts back to back because they come on the same day. I absolutely love hearing about (laughs) just problems about being Asian and coping with kind of Asian types of things. And then also hearing about racism and how people ask racist questions like that and um yeah it is a completely kind of ridiculous type of premise um but yeah those two podcasts feeling asian and yo is this racist i absolutely adore every time it comes on air um, on my podcast feed on wednesdays um and the next podcast so i have two more um i will finish this part of the podcast with this one it's called and um this podcast is called all fantasy everything now 
I don't know about you, but I like fantasy football. Probably didn't like it too much this year because I came out dead last. Um, but you know, if if you do fantasy football, you do know you have to do a draft where you have to pick players, and you got to pick players based on like where your positioning your position in the draft is, and then kind of anticipating where you are going to draft again in the order because if you pick like a 10 person draft you pick fifth after your pick of like a football player that you're going to have on your team you have five more picks of the the first round and then in the second round five more picks are picked before it comes back to you and during those 10 players you can get you can lose a lot of value so you're just kind of picking things. So this podcast, fantasy drafts everything, and some of those, some of their topics are really unconventional, and they're really, really um, amazing. Like I wrote a list of some of their topics that I really, really liked listening to. Um, one time they've drafted non-cuss word insults. Um, they have also drafted fictional characters they'd like to fight. Um, signs you're getting older. Liquids. That was a fun one because I would expect water to be first. Um, tattoos, um, you get. Iconic facial hair. Nicknames we'd wish we have. Comfort food. I do remember one episode of weird food combinations and it nearly made me gag. Um, places to go on a first date, and then one thing that I really last episode I listened to in the in their their catalog was like romantic comedies movies, and if you've done a fantasy football draft, it is kind of amazing how people fight with each other about who they pick at a certain point. You're trying to gauge value, and it's a good way of like going through life, being able to gauge value because if you take something, the next person's going to take something. So it's just a good way to kind of figure out what you want to get out of something. I feel like it applies to life somehow. I don't know how, but I feel like it should and it does. But um and I would love to get my friends' opinions on certain things also based on how these people draft certain things. Like would you draft milk over soda? How about blood? Where does blood rank? It's, it's, it's just kind of, if you want to like have the best draft, you have all of these things. That's why this podcast is great. Um, so that's um, everything except the last podcast I really like. But we will take a short break and we'll get back to the one podcast I absolutely love and I wish I was on. We'll be right back. Welcome back. So the one podcast I really love is actually not really making episodes right now. They had something at the very end of last year. Um, but the episode, the podcast is called Heavyweight. And it's hosted by a guy named Jonathan Goldstein. And essentially every episode he helps one person try to 
talk about a certain part of their life that they wish they get kind of some kind of closure about. Like there's something kind of hanging over them that they really wish they could address and kind of fix. And he he started this like in 2016. So he was pre-COVID. He was going to be able to do all this kind of stuff, do the research, go out and kind of help the people that he's talking to resolve it in complete um transparency he just goes and he finds all the information they do research and he, he records the whole process um the first episode that they had he had was about his father so his first his first episode he, go, he goes to his father and he wants his father to talk about his brother his estranged brother who he hasn't really talked to in a long time and his father really wants to talk to that brother. But there's still this kind of like tension. He hasn't talked. They, have, they haven't talked in a long time. They, and he then the host then talks to his uncle. Who, just kind of seeing how he can bring them together. And actually break bread. And just address the thing that they can't really get past. And they can't have the conversation to address. Now, that was the first episode I've ever listened to, and I was riveted. Like, I could not believe how vulnerable he made himself be by having his father kind of do this. I'm amazed the father and his uncle were able to kind of talk and make this episode. So you expect at one point the door would get slammed at one point. Like, um, short spoiler, they go and visit and they kind of talk things out until it gets resolved and you expect the door gets slammed or something at one point but it it doesn't go the way you think usually for each episode and i'm sure you can think about things in your own life that you wish you could kind of have resolved by like a third party like this to be able to kind of address it um and the episodes range from the second episode was about a musician friend that he had. And that musician friend had like an album that helped another musician friend make it big. And he's trying to talk to that person to get this record back that he lent out to this famous musician. And trying to get closure like he either wants the album back or he wants that musician to thank him for what he did to help him in his career now who that musician is is also really random but i assure you it's a very very big um star um clue it's a guy who's bald who's known for his djing and but he's also a musician and he has a lot of like um, techno stuff. Um, I don't want to give too much away, but there we go. Um, then there's episodes like the sixth episode where he has a buddy whose father's dying wish was to have his ashes spread on the 18th hole of a private golf course. He and his friends, his other three friends help him do that. And it's kind of funny too how, how they were going to sneak around and try to figure out and outsmart 
the uh, the private golf course staff to like take in like ashes and spread them out. That kind of stuff. Also, that's really really great as well. Um, there's another episode, the seventh episode, where this one girl was bullied severely as a child, and somehow she doesn't live in the same town, and they kind of she moved away without really addressing why they bullied her. That those that group of friends, they find out, they find and talk to all those girls that bullied her. And one eventually does talk to talk. They talk, ask her to talk on the episode and it doesn't go the way you think it is. You really wish or hope that there was some kind of confrontation or like addressing these kind of things. And I thought that was really great as well. Now, the reason why I like this episode or this, this, this podcast essentially is because I bet a lot of people out there really wish there was something they could kind of resolve that's kind of hanging over themselves and they wish they could kind of confront. And I kind of wish that I get invited on the show, but also kind of maybe embarrassed to have this be a full episode, but I kind of want to like have him like resolve maybe a couple things from my own life. Um, One would be to, maybe address like my own family and the two members of my family that kind of betrayed everyone. If you remember my um, mom's episode, um, I would really love to see him like do detective work and figure that out. I guess I just hire like a private detective to figure that out. But um, I feel like I just want to know why they did that and be able to address that. Um, Another reason why is about a few years ago, I used to have a friend that took her own life. And I haven't really heard the entire story about what happened. And I felt like this kind of podcast would maybe eventually find out what happened as well. And it's something that I think less and less every day as the anniversary of that friend's death has occurred. But I really kind of want to like know what happened because I've heard bits and pieces of what happened. And I'm wondering whether or not, because I sometimes blame myself for what had happened because this friend really, really like inundates you with texts and phone calls and things like that and I just don't know whether or not I kind of like shut her off one time because it just got out of hand and I just needed to and I felt like because I did that and because because I had a moment where I couldn't just deal with her shit that time is how she might have spiraled out of control that one weekend and took her life. Um, I don't want to talk to the family too much. I don't want to like ask the family. I've sent my condolences to the family. I went to the I went to the funeral or the memorial for her. Um, I want to bring up the fact that 
I'm not going to, I don't want to talk about her backstory too much because it's private and I don't think it's appropriate for me to talk about it. But there was like some people at that memorial that probably shouldn't have been there. Um, and I felt like the family should know. But I would have to go reach out to them. And I've like reached out to them and gave my condolences. I, I, I reached out to her, that, fr that, that friend who took her life's twin sister and like told her, like, I really was sorry that what happened. And I'm, I know they're, they're going through a lot of pain. And I know a little bit of my friend's backstory with her father, like dying at an early age. And she's been like looking for a father figure all her life. And I just kind of want to know the story about one, how she really died. I just heard that she took her life, but no other details. I like to know, look, the family know that there were people at that memorial that shouldn't have been there. And just how much she's loved by the few people that she was still in contact with my circle of friends. And I'm sure that happens. That No, there's another, she has another friend that um, dedicated her wedding to her memory. And I just kind of wish I knew what happened. And I felt like heavyweight would definitely be a good resource to be able to figure that out. But, and it's something that I probably really cared about, like May 2, three years ago, when it was still fresh, her death. And I really would like to know. And I felt like it would be something in the vein of what the show was trying to do, having people bring closure to these things. And I guess I'm not really experiencing closure with it, but with time, I feel less pain from it and understanding of why it happened. So yeah, that is, um, that, that podcast is really good. I binged it. I damn will, I damn near binged it in about a few weeks. They have like maybe 60 episodes. I feel like maybe less, but each one is like about an hour. And I, loved every one of those there are some that are good some are like just kind of suspenseful and some were kind of silly like the one with the uh guys trying to spread ashes on the 18th green of a private golf course um but yeah those podcasts i really like um the sporkful feeling asian yozis racist all fantasy everything and heavyweight Heavyweight is probably my favorite, and I can't wait for them to bring more episodes back um, whenever they're doing more episodes. And there are other episodes, but we don't need to go on those. I th I think people talking about their own podcast is kind of silly sometimes, but I felt like it's a really good... I like to be kind of educated in my podcast or experience type of motion being connected to the stories that are being told. And that one really definitely does it for me. So those are my favorite podcasts. And again, I've really realized that a podcast, talking about podcasts, is too meta. But that felt really, really natural for me to discuss for my 10th episode. 
and I hope you enjoyed it. There's a lot of kind of... I like to be... A, I love TV, but I love hearing things, audiobooks or things like that, to just make me think and be connected to the story and understand the stories. Um, I absolutely can't take murder podcasts. Um, it just seems a little too much for me to listen to especially when I'm trying to concentrate like this is a good podcast for me to kind of think and understand and be entertained in a certain way um well the podcasts aren't there um I also like some cooking podcasts as well like this recipe club with David Chang I really like but um there's there's like plenty out there and you just gotta find what you like um definitely not ASMR podcasts because that's just something that you can only take <laughs> until it gets to be really silly. Um, yeah, I'm definitely not an ASMR enthusiast based on that one episode. I try to pretend to do that. Um, but yeah, that's the episode for today. Number 10. We're going to try to do 11 next week, and hopefully we have a good topic to think of. Um, hopefully we won't talk about my own podcast <laughs> in the 11th episode, but um Again, thanks for coming to listen to this podcast. Really appreciate it. Um, sometimes I can see that the turnout is less for certain episodes, but we'll see about this one. But um, yeah, thank you for listening. Again, this is Social Dragonfly. My name is Andrew Lee, and thank you for listening.